and we'll try and get it in. Hallelujah. So let's just pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for your amazing grace. God, we thank you for your mercy. Every one of us, God, has enjoyed your mercy today. Your mercy is renewed every morning. Your mercy is for every single person on this planet. Lord, we thank you for the Holy Spirit that's here right now with us. Thank you for your word, Lord. Let it go forth in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. So, last week I started a message on faith. Last week we looked at how God supplies all our needs according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. By faith, remember that no matter where, what situation you find yourself in, you will always get God will meet that need, whether it's wisdom, whether it's healing, whether it's knowledge, whether it's strength, whether it's power. I don't care. Whatever need you find yourself needing at a particular moment, God has promised to supply all our needs. Amen? But we must first walk by faith. We won't get the need before we get into the situation. We must first get into the situation to receive the need. Amen? Because it's all by faith. So I just want to continue this week. Uh, talking about faith and talking about praise because faith and praise go hand in hand. It takes faith to praise God. That's why you're here this morning. You're here this morning by faith to praise God. You and I cannot touch God. You and I cannot see God. But yet you and I are here this morning by faith praising God. Amen? You see, as I said, God has already given us everything that you need. Everything that you need has already been given to you. You see, the devil is a liar, and the devil wants to convince you and I that we need more. You and I don't need more. You and I have already got what it takes. You have what it takes. If there's one thing you can remember today out of everything is, know that you have what it takes. You have what it takes to do what God has called you to do. You have what it takes to do what's in your heart. You have it all. There's nothing that can hold you back because God has done it all for you. You see, the devil wants to deceive us into thinking that we need more. What do we do? We spend all our time and all our energy into trying to get more. We spend all our time and energy into trying to get what we've already got. And then, therefore, we lose our focus on what we're supposed to be doing. There's things that you and I are supposed to be doing. God has called us to do things. But if we think we haven't got what it takes, we spend all our time and energy not doing what we're supposed to do, but going after things that we've already got. Hallelujah. We ha- you and I have what it takes. Turn to Philippians chapter 4. You know, the moment, the day you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior was the day you received everything that God had originally planned for mankind. Everything that God had planned to give Adam and Eve fellowship with Him Authority, dominion, rulership, health, protection, provision, prosperity, everything that God had planned to give Adam. The day you received Jesus, you received it all. Everything. Amen. Philippians chapter 4. And verse 4. You see, the greatest weapon to overcome challenges in our lives is thanksgiving and praise. Thanksgiving and praise is one of our greatest weapons to overcome everything that comes against us. Every situation that you find difficult, every situation that's coming against you, you can get out of it with thanksgiving and praise. 
Instead of moaning and complaining and grumbling, you thank God and you praise God, and all of a sudden you get yourself out of it. You come out of it through thanksgiving and praise. Philippians chapter 4, 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. He says, I he says again I say rejoice. Rejoicing always. Do we rejoice always? That's a challenge. Are we always rejoicing in the Lord? Are we always praising God? Are we always thanking God? Or is there times when we're down and times when we're up? Is there times we're thankful and times we're not thankful? Is there times we're rejoicing and times we're not rejoicing? Because the Bible says, rejoice always in the Lord. Always be in prayer and thanksgiving and praise. Amen? Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything and by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Hallelujah. So whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are good, the Bible says meditate on these things. Think and ponder on things that are good. Think and ponder on things that are true. Think and ponder on things that are noble. And if you meditate on these things, you will be blessed. You will, you'll walk in blessing. You'll walk in victory if you can't focus on what is good. You see, today we could be focusing on the negative. Tomorrow we'll be focusing on the, on the positive. But God wants us to meditate on what is good. Meditate on the Word of God. The Word of God is good. The Word of God is true. The Word of God works. The Word of God is real. The Word of God is alive. What the Word of God says is true. And if you meditate on what the Word of God says, then you will walk in the blessing and the victory that God has for you and I. It's as simple as that. You know, it takes faith to walk in thanksgiving and praise. But you see, Jesus even said in, in Matthew chapter 12 and verse 34, Jesus said that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You see, what we speak might not happen, but what we speak from the heart will happen. There's a difference between speaking the word and speaking the word out of the heart. Because there's so many people are speaking the word of God and things aren't happening and they're wondering why. You see, speaking the word isn't enough. It's meditating on the word and getting the word into your heart. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And what the mouth speaks is what will happen. There's nothing wrong with speaking the word of God. Keep speaking it. You see, if it's not in your heart, keep speaking it. Keep declaring it. And eventually you'll believe it and it'll be in your heart. And then, bang, once you speak it, something will happen. Something will manifest. The same word that you've been speaking for the last year, all of a sudden the same word that you speak begins to happen. Why? Because you've got it into your heart and you're beginning to speak out of the abundance that is in your heart. Because with the heart, one believes on the salvation and with the mouth confession on the salvation. Amen. We, we believe with our heart. 
not with our mouth. We speak with our mouth. We believe in our hearts. That's why Jesus said, if you turn in, in uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 22, You see, Christians get frustrated and they give up. They're told, this is the word, this is the truth. Speak it, declare it. And they begin to speak it, they begin to declare it. And it's not happening in their lives. And they think, well, what's the point? It's not working. It works. The reason why it's not working is because it's not in your heart. You must first believe it. Keep speaking it until you believe it. And one day it'll manifest. One day it'll happen in your life. Don't give up. Keep speaking. Keep declaring the word of God. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 11 and verse 22. Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you have received them and you will have them. So it's talking about doubt, believing, and it's all to do with the heart. Have faith in God. He says, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart. So I can say, mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and nothing happen. Whereas if I believe it in my heart, if I can see it and believe it and say, mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, bang, it's done. Because I don't doubt he says that if you do not doubt in your heart, but believe that the things that you say, you must believe what you're saying. It's not just speaking the word. Praise God for speaking the word. But it's believing what you're saying. That causes it to work. It's believing what you're saying that will cause it to manifest in your life. Amen? But keep speaking it until you believe it. Sometimes you'll get a breakthrough in your life and you'll wonder... Why am I getting the breakthrough now? It's because you've, something's happened. There's a believing. There's a revelation. There's an understanding. Something has dropped. The penny has dropped. You're beginning to see the things that you've been declaring. All of a sudden now, it's coming easy. It's beginning to happen. You're seeing it. You're getting the revelation. Amen? You're getting the understanding. But yet you've been declaring it for years. It says... I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them. So when you go to God and ask for something, you must believe with all your heart that you received it. It doesn't mean that in the physical you've just got it. God, I need a new Bible. If you ask God for a new Bible, believe when you ask it and you've received it. Whether you see it or not, whether you've got it or not, it doesn't matter, you've got it. And however, whatever time it takes to get it, you've got to believe that you've got it. Because he's already provided everything. It's already done. And it's up to us to believe it by faith and receive it. Because last week we've seen all the things that God, I mean, not all the things, because I mean, you could, but we touched on some things that God has already done for us. But yet they're not, we're, not, we're not enjoying it all in our lives. How come we're not seeing it in our lives? How come it's not manifesting in our lives, but yet it's already done? Something needs to unlock. Our faith unlocks it. Boom. It's, our, it's there. It's here. It's here. But our faith 
unlocks here to, to manifest in our lives. But we've got to believe when we, when we ask that we've already received. Believe it. Walk away. It's done. You know what you do now? You just walk in thanksgiving and praise. Just walk. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Thank you. I praise you. Man, you're so great. You're an awesome God. You're a mighty God. I worship you. Oh, you're so good to me. You're so gracious to me. You're so kind to me. I thank you for doing that, Lord. I thank you for providing. I thank you, Lord, for healing. Oh, I have a sore leg. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. Oh, thank you, Lord, for healing me. You're so good to me. Thank you, Lord, for providing. It doesn't matter if you feel the pain or not. You just keep thanking God. You just keep praising God. Even though you can, the, the, the leg's telling you it's sore, the, the faith inside you is telling you, no, I'm healed. I'm healed. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm healed. Thank you. You know, people look at, sometimes people say, waking up, man. Catch yourself on. Can you not see you've got a sore leg? Are you not so you cuckoo? No, the word of God. Is this true? May God, may Bible, the Word of God says that by His stripes I am healed. And the Word of God says it, I believe it. No matter what you think, no matter what my leg thinks, no matter what my leg says, I am healed in Jesus' name. I have, I have received it by His grace at salvation and I'm just waiting for it to manifest because the day I, I ask God is the day I received it. You've already got it. Amen. So it's not the words that we speak that brings forth good things. If you, in fact, we'll go to that Matthew chapter 12. <clears throat> Think of Abraham, for example. God says, I will make you a great nation. And for years, Abraham's faith was being challenged. No, but God says, I'm going to have a son. God says, I'm going to have a son. God says, I'm going to have a son. And one day, the son manifested. How many years did it take? But yet, God gave it to him. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 34, it says, Brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. See, see how powerful the heart is? What we believe in the heart brings forth either good things or bad things or evil things. That tells me that I need to replace and fill my heart with the Word. I need to fill my heart with good things. I need to fill my heart and, and have believing in my heart for what the Word of God says, because what I believe in my heart, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what comes out of my mouth, either good or bad, that's how, how dangerous and how, how uh, sensitive and how careful we need to be what, uh, what comes out of our mouths, because we could be speaking something that we believe. And it may not be right. Hallelujah. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what? it's not what we speak that brings good things. It's what we believe in our heart and speak that brings good things. That's why we meditate on the Word. That's why we, 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 we memorize and meditate and ponder and, and, and think about the Word and get it into our hearts so that it just comes naturally. 
you just believe it. It just the faith. There's something inside you by faith. You just you can't put your finger on it, but you just know that you know that you know that you believe it and you speak it, and it just happens. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving and praise. So we're moving on to more praise now. Psalm 22, verse 3. God enthrones or inhabits the praises of his people. Now, God is already in us. God already inhabits us. Praise God. But you see, when we come together or when we we praise God, God begins to manifest himself in our situations. God begins to manifest himself in our lives. God begins to manifest himself in our church here and inside this place. He begins to enthrone the habits of or inhabit the, uh, the praises of his people as we begin to praise him. There's something so wonderful and so powerful about praise. When you really get into praise, it just brings the presence of God. It just brings the anointing of God. It just brings the grace, the love, the peace, and the joy. It just brings it you know, to the top. It's like stern. It like stirs up everything, all the good stuff that's in us. When we begin to praise, it just stirs it all up and brings it all up to the top. Hallelujah, and we begin to enjoy it. Sometimes we can come to church that we're like half dead. Everything's just, just begin to praise, get stirred up. Hallelujah. And it just gets, comes up, and then all of a sudden go, wow, the prayer, feel the presence. This is amazing. Wow, wow, wow. It's because you've got the presence of God there, and you're praising Him, and you're enjoying Him. You don't need to, you, don't need, you bring the presence of God. You bring the anointing of God wherever you want. I know people who come here sometimes and they leave thinking, saying, I, I, I can't feel the presence in any of other people come up to me. This is in the same week. They say, man, see last Sunday, it was absolutely awesome. Man, the presence of God was mighty. And then the other person saying there was no presence. They didn't feel no anointing. That's, that's totally, that's totally against the word of God. Because the Word of God says that I have the presence of God, the anointing of God. Wherever I go, I bring the anointing. Wherever I go, I bring the presence. It's my job to bring the presence of God into, the, into a lost world. It's my job to bring the presence of God to church. It's my responsibility. It's your responsibility when you come to church is to praise God and connect with God in you and allow His presence and His anointing to overflow. If nobody else is feeling the presence of God, praise God, you feel the presence of God and allow it to overspill into everybody else's life. Encourage each other. Amen? You know, Light of the World Ministries or Light of the World Church hasn't got anything more special than any other church. We're just, we're all, we're a church of redeemed children of the Most High God who has the presence of God inside us. And it's all our job to come and praise Him and give Him thanks for all that He's done for us and allow Him to sweep through our church. Amen? And those who are not saved will begin to experience, begin to feel and begin to see and know Jesus Christ for who He is and begin to feel the power and the anointing that's inside us. When we begin to praise God, we begin to praise Him for who He is. We begin to praise Him for His power and His authority and for His, his majesty and for, for what He is and who He is in our situations and in our circumstances. Man, you could be right down in your faith. 
You could be so low right now in your faith and you begin to, from the heart, you begin to believe and you begin to see who he really is. You begin to believe and see who he, who, what he can do and you begin to praise him and you begin to thank him and you begin to come lifted out of that dark pit. You begin to lift out of that lowness that you are in him. Hallelujah. Do you know, we think that we need to praise him when we're happy. We think we need to praise Him when we're feeling blessed. Do you know that we need to praise Him more when we don't want to praise Him? It's when we don't want to praise Him and it's when we don't feel like praising Him is the times that we need to praise Him the most. That's when we really, you see when you're at home and you're saying, oh, I can't be bothered going to church. I don't feel like going to church or I don't feel like praising God. That's when you need to praise Him more than ever because it's when you begin to praise Him that you'll begin to feel like praising Him. What makes you think that you're going to all of a sudden feel like praising him. If you don't feel like praising him now, you'll never feel like praising him until you start praising him. Because it's in his, his praising him, he begins to inhabit, he begins to manifest his sweetness, his, his loveliness, his, his presence just overflows and all of a sudden, wow, you feel the peace and the joy again and you want to praise him even more. So the more you praise him, the more you want to praise him. Man, if we praised him according to how we feel, then we'd be up and down like a yo-yo. We don't praise Him according to how we feel. We praise Him according to faith. We don't praise Him according to what our five senses is telling us. We praise Him according to what our faith is telling us. According to what the Word of God says. We're praising Him because of what the Word says. We praise Him and we praise Him and we praise Him and we praise Him and we thank Him for what the Word says and for who He is. And then we begin to enjoy Him even more. Don't praise God and don't come to church because you feel like it. If you don't feel like it, you need to come to church even more and praise Him even more. That's when you need to praise Him. You know, that sounds hypocritical, isn't it? That sounds so hypocritical. I don't feel like praising God, so therefore I'm not going to praise Him. No, that's when you need to praise Him even more. You know, when, when, you know if we sin or if we make mistakes... That's the times when we withdraw our praise. We think that we're not worthy. We think we're hypocritical. How can I praise God? I've just sinned. How can I praise God? I've just blown it. I've just made a mistake. You're the very person that needs to praise Him even more. Do you know why? Because you begin to praise Him and say, God, you're so loving. You're so caring. You're so graceful. And you're so merciful, God. I praise you. I praise you. I praise you. Because I've messed up, I'm going to praise you and I'm going to praise you. Whereas the devil has his... Uh, convinced that because we have sinned we're not worthy to praise Him and it's the praises of God that we need the most to get us out of that so if we mess up if we sin or if we don't feel like praising God we're the people who need to praise Him even more and we look around and we see everybody else praising all look at, look at so, so and so look at so and so they're so enjoying themselves praising God oh they have such a wonderful life in the Lord and they're all oh, and look at me. Oh, oh. You don't know that person maybe have messed up last night and they're going, God, I thank you so much. And they're jumping up and down going, hallelujah, I'm free, I'm free. I've messed up, God, and you've forgiven me. I'm blown away by how much you love me, God. I'm praising and praising and praising. Hallelujah. Let's put our feelings to one side. Let's put what we're feeling to one side 
And let's believe what the Word of God says. Let's rejoice. Let's praise. And let's thank God, not to how we feel, but what the Word of God says. Let's line our lives up with the Word. You see, anything, you see, the devil will try, anything he tries to tell you that's contrary to what the Word of God says, who you are and what you can do, it's all lies. It's all lies. It's not truth. Don't believe anything other than what the Word says about you and your situation. That's where you praise Him and that's where you thank Him. Amen? Don't praise God according to your situation and according to your circumstances. Praise Him by faith. Faith. Remember, faith is the evidence of things not seen. That's what faith is. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. And it takes faith to praise God. You can't praise God in what you see. You praise God in what your faith sees. Like we praise God that we're going to heaven. Have you seen heaven? Can you feel heaven? Can you touch heaven? Has anybody in here seen heaven? Fair enough, maybe somebody has had a dream and, or whatever. But has, has anybody felt, seen, or touched heaven in here? So why are we singing songs that we're going to heaven one day? Why are we singing songs and rejoicing and praising God? Because your faith inside you is telling you, and you know that you know that you know that you're going to heaven. Hallelujah. You're not, you're not praising God because you can see heaven. You're praising God by faith. You're rejoicing by faith. So faith allows us to praise God knowing that He is under, He has everything under control. Pray, when we praise God, what we're saying, God, you have everything under control. When we praise God and thank Him, we're saying, God, I trust you. Just because it hasn't manifested in your life doesn't mean that you haven't got the promise. Manifestation isn't the proof of the promise. Faith is the proof of the promise because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Your faith is the evidence, not your manifestation. The manifestation will come sometime afterwards, maybe right away, maybe sometime afterwards. Don't go on manifestations. Don't go on what you feel. Don't go on what you see. Go on what the Word says and put your faith and praise on the Word. Hallelujah. And see it begin to happen in your life. I'm going to skip it. Praise can change a warrior into a warrior. Praise can change a warrior. W-O-R-R-I-E-R. How many people worry? You see, if you worry about something, if you praise God, it'll change your worrying into a warrior. That's why the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about nothing, but in everything in thanksgiving and praise and supplications, give Him thanks. Does that mean to say that you don't have challenges? Does that mean to say that your bank balance is empty? Does that mean to say you're not feeling pain? Does that not mean to say that you've got challenges coming against you? It doesn't matter. 
You see, you're not going by what you see or what you feel. You're praising God for what the Word says. You're praising God because He says that He supplies all your needs. You're praising God because He says that by His stripes you're healed. You're praising God because He is your refuge and He is your strength and He's your very present help in trouble. You're praising God. You're praising God for what the Word says. And by doing that, you're exercising faith. You're showing your faith. You're walking by faith, not by what you see or what you smell or what you hear. So, Praising God will turn you from worrying into a warrior. You become a warrior. You'll go through anything. You'll overcome anything because your praise is in your lips at all times. You're praising God at all times. Amen. You praise Him through the storm. You praise Him over the mountain. You praise Him in the good times. You praise Him in the, in the hard times. You praise Him in the valley. You praise Him on top of the mountain. It doesn't matter where you are, who's against you, where you're going. You praise Him and thank Him. Remember, Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. I say, rejoice always. Turn to Psalm 106, verse 12. Stop lying down and rise up. Rise up and be strong in the spirit of his might. with praise, with, with the words of praise in your mouth. Arise up and be strong in the spirit of his might with a mouthful of praise unto God. Praise him. Don't, don't be like the children of Israel in the, in the wilderness where they, they grumbled and they complained and they moaned and they, they unbelieved God. Even though God provided everything, with manna and quail, even though their shoes never wore out, their clothes never wore out, even when he was supplied them with water, they never, they, never, they never hungered, they never thirst, and because they weren't getting what they thought they wanted, they were lusting after other things. You see, sometimes what we want or what we think we need isn't what we need. And because we're not getting what we think we need, we think God's not supplying all our need. What we need and what... What we need is two different things. <laughs> I'm not saying God can God can give us anything. But sometimes, you know, we get frustrated over things that God's saying, don't even worry about those little things. They're, they're, they're insignificant. Just keep praising and thanking me and see what I'm going to do for you. Psalm 106, verse 12. It says, then they believed his words and they sang his praise. You see, when you begin to believe the word of God, man, you'll do nothing but want to praise. I've seen me driving home at times from church and, and getting a revelation or of, of, of the word of God or something just, God has just spoke to me or God's showing me something or, or I'm just laughing to myself and going, wow, God, you're so amazing, God. You're, I just praise you. I thank you. There's something inside. It's just flow, it just flows from it within. You begin to believe something, something you've just seen but that you hadn't seen before. You've, you've read the Word and you begin to believe it, and all of a sudden praise just comes out. God, you're amazing. God, you blow me away. God, you're awesome. God, I praise you. God, I thank you. And it's just flowing, and it's flowing, and it's flowing. Why? Because when you believe the Word, praise will come out of your mouth. Anybody who, who's, who praises God with all their heart, might, and soul is a person who believes. If you're not into praise, you must not believe very much because if you believe the Word of God, it would make you praise without measure. You would praise 
until the cows come home, if you truly believe the Word, if you truly believe what the Word says, if you get a revelation of what God has done for you, man, you'll praise and you'll praise and you'll praise. Can I ask the praise and worship to come? When we move in praise, we move in victory. When we're walking in praise, we're walking in victory. Walk in praise. Be a praise man. Be a praise woman. A woman of praise. A man of praise. A man of thanksgiving. A a woman of thanksgiving. Walk in praise and you will walk in victory. Show me someone who's always thanking God and praising God. And you'll show me someone who's walking in victory. Show me someone who's moaning and complaining and unbelieving. And you're, you're looking at someone who's walking in defeat. But yet God has made them victorious. But yet they're walking in defeat. You see, the devil is defeated. But it's up to us to declare that, uh, that def- uh, victory over the devil. Or else he'll, he'll, he'll beat us up and he'll bully us and he'll do whatever he wants. But he can't do it unless we walk in, in faith and what the Word of God says. He is defeated. We are the ones in control, not him. We don't need to fight the devil. We just need to rule him. Don't fight him. Rule him. Don't fight him. Have authority. Don't fight him. Take dominion over him. There's a difference between fighting and, and ruler. If I rule someone, I'm in charge. If I fight someone, it's a 50-50. God has given us rulership. Rule the devil. And he knows it. But unless it's like, you know, let's say I'm a school teacher and you're all the class. Who, who, who's in the authority in the classroom? So the teacher is, has the rulership. But if I don't walk in the rulership, let me tell you something, these guys will do my head in. <laughs> especially that man, especially that uh, young man, uh, Davison. <laughs> you know, if I don't stand here in, in the authority that I have as a teacher, then you're going to get students who are going to rise up and they're going to, they're going to be unruly. See that, unruly. I'm supposed to be in rulership, but yet you've got students who become unruly. They undo the rulership that I have. If we, if, if we don't stand up and, and in the authority and the rulership that we have over the enemy, then the devil will become unruly. He ain't coming unruly in my life. He's not going to become unruly in your life. He's not going to come unruly in this church. Hallelujah. We just need to praise God. So brothers and sisters, let's rise up and stand right now. I want us to praise God this morning. I want you right now to take the Word of God into your situation. Whatever's going on in your life, whatever you need, whatever breakthrough, whatever's happening, you take the Word of God right now and you begin to praise and thank God for His Word. You begin to praise God and thank Him for who He is and for what He can do because God can do anything. God is the God of the impossible. All things are possible to them who believe. Do you believe this morning? Because if you believe, you will praise Him. Your praise is the evidence to how much you believe this morning. Some people will jump up and down and other people may not. It doesn't matter how you praise God. But I want to see people being open. I want to see people praising God for who He is because He is worthy to be praised. And He wants to be praised. And He wants us. You know, praise is not only good for, it's good for us. 
doesn't matter if you think you're worthy or unworthy, you're worthy because Jesus Christ makes you worthy. You can praise him this morning. Nobody's stopping you from praising him. Praise him in freedom and liberty in this place. Amen. Begin, as you're praising him, begin to see what the word says manifesting. Begin to see yourself being healed. Begin to see yourself getting a breakthrough. Begin to see yourself becoming freer and liberated in Christ. Begin to see your prayers being answered. Begin to see that word, what the word says. Begin to see it manifesting in your life as you praise Him. Just say, God, I thank you. God, I thank you. You see, whatever you say, whatever you say, believing in your heart, it shall be done. But it's not what you say, it's what you believe first. Believe and speak the word of God. Believe it. Rejoice. Praise and give God thanks. Amen. Are you ready for praise? Are we going to praise this morning? Are we going to just be free and praise Him? Hallelujah. You can dance. You can shout. You can jump up and down. You can do whatever you want. I want you to praise God this morning. Man, if, if, so, if God did a miracle for you right now and it was absolutely amazing, you'd probably run around here in circles giving God glory. What's wrong with that? Just give Him praise. Do whatever you feel is in your heart. Just let it go and say, God, you're mighty. I praise you this morning. Come on, let's go for it.